Hello and welcome to Money Chill Out, the podcast to get inspired and feel good about your money. I'm Marika Fino, a woman in my 30s, ex-trader in the city of London, yoga teacher and owner of my financial empowerment business. On this podcast, I want to open up the discussion around money and investments and dive into personal finance management, which can be a great liberator, but also a huge stress factor in our lives. Every other week, I'll be joined by guests for conversations on money, mindsets, investment habits, and any best practices they abide by. So join me on this journey as we unpick the complexities of finance and get more comfortable talking about our money. You too can get financial peace of mind and it starts with empowerment and knowledge. Let's go. Hi Salome, how are you? Fine, and you? Yeah, super cool, thank you. Thank you so much for being on this podcast. Thank you so much for your time. And today we are to exchange about women investors. And the timing is actually perfect because there's been a big study made by Fidelity in the US. So I'll take quite a lot of data from them throughout our talk to illustrate actually key points. So you're the founder of Matrimon Invest, an advisory practice aimed at women. You launched it back in September 2022 and you provide made-to-measure services on investment products and taxation. Yes, that's exactly. <laughs> Why do women come to you? Like, what do they need? First of all, thank you for inviting me. I'm so excited to be here in this podcast. So to answer to your question, women who come to Matrimon Invest have often already observed uh, through their own experience that there is a disparity between men and women when it comes to investments. Women who have faced poor treatment from a Rogan financial advisor or don't want to do her parents' mistakes, women in relationships, realized at the end that their husbands aren't handling the finances as they had hoped. After a breakup, uh, also, there's a, the typical scenario uh, where the man pays for the a mortgage of uh, the credit for the apartments and the woman covers the shopping ex expenses. So in all this vision, Metroman and Vest provide them a safe space. It's very important to do the safe space because we have all uh, the tools to effectively manage the assets, whether they are single, single mom, or in relationships. The pedagogy is very important. And to be more specific, I want to share with you the genesis of Matchman Invest, why I decided to found Matchman Invest. It all can be summed up in one word. I can say it's independence. It's financial independence. To be uh, more specific and to give some figures, one in seven uh, women are uh, be faced a victim of uh, violence, and within the, um, the violence, there is the financial violence, which is very, very important, and we don't talk about this at all. And so it's a huge one on seven. It's a very chalk number. And there is another, other figures that we can uh, say, talk about. There is also that the fact that the women are investing 30% uh, less than men. They are also uh, faced after separation or divorce, 28% uh, loss in standard living compared to 
4% for men. So it's a study in uh, France, but I think that uh, we can uh, see these figures in the other parts of uh, the world. And so these data are shocking, and that's why I wanted to talk about these data and uh, to address change within the investments, uh, how to advise uh, women in their investments. Mm-hmm. Super clear. And thank you for for showing the, the statistics because always having data really helps. I have a bit more positive, let's say, uh, numbers. Of course, we need to be a bit hopeful. So even the women who invest are lagging. There's been a renewed interest recently, and I'm going to give you two numbers for this. So the first one is that 67% of women invested outside of their retirement plans in 2021. That's up from 44% in 2018. And second, women are opening brokerage accounts at younger ages. So women from 18 to 35 first open a brokerage account at age 21 on average. And it's to compare to age 30 for women who are 36 and older. So again, a bit of positive there. What are your views on your statistics and what do you think caused the move? Why is this renewed interest? Yes, so it's very, very good news, Maya, but still not enough. We need to invest just as much as men and even more because we possibly have more fragmented careers and we live an average of six years longer than men. So (laughs) we have to finance it. The first reason that comes to my mind is the post-COVID effect. The pandemic has convinced many people around the world to prepare for their unknown future. According to J.P. Morgan's survey, the two main reasons for investing are anticipation of unexpected events and retirement preparation. Secondly, I like to think that mentalities are changing. The rise of the Me Too movement and all the other actions that have unfolded in the world coincide with the time when the new generation takes the power. And now the next feminist battle is the financial independence. We can talk about also the characteristic that they share, the women. We can say that there is a lot are saving more than they're investing. There is a survey in J.P. Morgan that, that I said. So J.P. It's, um, it's a survey in Europe in 2021 and says that investing is much less established practice compared to saving. 18% women invest regularly, but they are saving money 79%. So there is a big uh, difference between both. And to explain that, we can talk about the perception of volatility and the need to closely monitor investments. How, uh, with my investors, the women I'm within, I see we can talk in coaching is the, uh, the be perfect driver. Like, I want to be perfect. I want to uh, invest perfectly. I want to know perfectly what I'm, it's going to happen, everything. And surprise, it's impossible. It's impossible to be perfect. And it's an illusion that we think. So we say, okay, I'm saving money. And when it will be perfect, I will invest. But uh, time is money. So we have to take position and understand the, the big lines of everything. And it's in acting that we can after uh, find more confidence and uh, be a, be- a better investor. So this is uh, what I I really see uh, with uh, the women I'm within uh, in much women invest. 
No, and it talks to me so much like the be perfect thing. Yeah, being too perfect, actually, you don't learn and you wait for the train to go. Whereas if it's not too perfect, but you actually have a fit in it, like a small amount, at least you're going to learn. And even I like the statistics about saving versus investment. And it's proven again that society plays a role because there's a big gender bias in the press where most it's 80% or even plus of articles targeted to women on financial matters are about saving, whereas on the other side, men, it's like it's all about investment. So again, visually projecting yourself is a big difference. So how do you think as an industry, we can make investment more appealing to women? And I love as well the fact that you link investment to independence. Is there any other ways? Yes, yes. A million ideas, but I will try to be consistent. First of all, making as many women as possible aware of this bias as we are talking, explaining why these discrepancies exist. Since a young age, girls have often received less money than boys, as they have more presence while boys learn to manage their money. Uh, there are more expenses uh, for women, such as beauty products, also pink tax. Indecision within couples uh, when a child arrives. In three or four cases, the husband earns more than his wife, and she is the one who has to put her career on hold. Uh, the time spent for domestic tasks, the helping, the time helping both young and older generation. Uh, the law is still trend to favor for men, uh, such as taxation in France. So it's important to say all this and to get women to know that. So that was my first point. My second is uh, providing all the necessary education. I was talking about this with my the women I, I'm with. We can forget all the complicated words. What I really realized, and I wanted to say that, as, is that often... The more pre uh, pretentious people that are saying all these words didn't understand really what they are talking about. If you understand really what you, you are talking about, you can explain everything. So I think it's important to say that and ask questions. Ask if you don't understand very well, uh, feel comfortable to ask and uh, aim to understand more. So that is my, my uh, second thing. And the last but not least is uh, supporting human uh, by taking an interest to their life goals. And that's why it's important to have tailor-made investment strategy. Investments can give us freedom. We talk about it, but I wanted to share with you my own story. So when I got my first paycheck, uh, the very first thing I did uh, was to buy a sofa for my dad, who was going through hard times. And I took up a part-time job to earn money faster. So at the beginning, money was freedom. I managed to save up and invest in stock markets. I will talk about this after, but even buy an apartment on credit. And these investments gave me the freedom to, after when it was not going well in my uh, job and I wanted to change, I wanted to bring me now the, uh, the opportunity to uh, do whatever I want. And I experienced this two times in uh, my career. It was this time and after. So I changed. I wanted to do uh, something linked with uh, my passion. I love styling and uh, fashion. So I worked like uh, the devil uh, was Prada in a big luxury uh, company. 
And at the beginning, it was very perfect, my perfect job, but uh, I get pregnant. And after with my child, uh, it was very difficult to reconciliate with my professional life and personal life. And then I said, okay, I already did that one time. I can do it a second time. And now I can, okay, uh, take time to breathe, to spend more time with uh, my daughter. And now I found my man and best. So that's uh, the message I wanted to say. Uh, freedom investment is a gift you can give you for the future to give you the opportunity to say, okay, now I wanted other things for my life and I want to have an opportunity, give me opportunity to do uh, something else. Mm, super nice message. And it's super inspiring as well, because it gives you leeway, it gives you options, and then you can pick and choose what you, what you want. Cool. So let's talk about women investors and the key characteristics now. So the first one, which really strikes me is the confidence gap. So women, even though it's proven that we have better investment reasons than men, we're talking about a 0.4% of difference, so not huge. That said, only 54% self-identify as having a high level of investment knowledge compared to 71% of men. Like, how come? <laughs> wow, <laughs> that figures. Yes, we can say go girls. We can see several explanations. Uh, Long-term commitment. Women listen to are uh, often saying, see your investment like uh, in the long term. They react less emotionally uh, than men to market fluctuation. There is uh, some studies for that. Uh, it can be uh, advantageous since it's often said to uh, uh, buy when there is blood and on the streets and sell when the, the trumpet sounds. Uh, so not sticking immediate profitability can be very beneficial. The women seek to give meaning to their savings. They analyze and invest in sectors or causes that are dear to them. Uh, sustainable investing is seen as a positive practice for many, many women. And that's very positive for the planet also. I think it's as a second uh, measure explanation for that, well, of what I see. And regarding self-confidence, it is a board project. Uh, the good news is that investing helps build self-confidence. I can see it very well. It's a step-by-step -step, uh, solution. Is like uh, women invest, have a financial plan, and they're more assured and confident for their future and say it brings them um, self-confidence. So it's really a good cycle that is uh, looking. So uh, uh, I think it's a crucial point for uh, self-development. No, I totally agree. I think with the knowledge comes in the confidence and with the confidence and like a feeling of well-being and it's so linked and it's like a, a really positive cycle, as you said, of learning and growing and, and, and getting there. So women also tend to be more conservative investors. So they take on average 82% of the risk that men take. And for me, there's two drivers for that. So confidence that we've just seen, uh, but also financial situations. So in terms of balances in their investment accounts, women have between 29 to 44% less than what men have. And we all know that the richer we have, the more risk we can take as we can kind of loot that money or like, what do you think about that? It wasn't the first obvious reason that um, comes to mind when, when examining uh, women investing, the gender pay gap. Earning a lower salary ultimately means having less money available to save and invest. 
I'm uh, totally uh, with you uh, for for this for taking risk. But however, this doesn't take into account the power of compound interest. You don't have to be rich to start investing. And that is very important. I can give you some figures. So let's consider an example. A 20-year girl that invests 100 per month from the age of 20 to her retirement, 65, imagine. She would have uh, set aside 50,000 euros, dollars. And if she had invested that amount with 5% return, she will get you know, 200,000 euros. So beyond the numbers, what we can take away is that investing is also about developing good habits. I often compare investing to a beauty routine. Uh, it's so important to say, okay, I have this amount. I'm not considering myself rich, but I can say, okay, this amount is every month. I will put it and invest with it. So it's important to take these habits. Yeah, agreed. And so what have you noticed with your clients in terms of products? What works well for women? Uh, So as an advisor, I cannot provide specific answers. But what I can say is that there are not financial products for women or financial products for men. It's important to their financial product and that they have to answer to a strategy with objectives and personal objectives of each investor. To do this, to choose this, the products that will go to the, the objectives, I always take the process of uh, the circle, the golden circle. I don't know if you uh, heard about this, of Simon Sinek. It's a very good uh, YouTube video to, to watch. And talking about everything begins with the why. So why you want to invest, uh, what are your objectives, your values, why you are doing this. So the first uh, rendezvous is with no no figures. We are talking about them, about what they want for life and uh, what they will do with this money. It's important to know why they want to invest. After there is how there are figures. It's okay, I have uh, this budget or I I have this stock, this budget monthly or this stock and I want you to invest it. And after it's the what and the what it's important to table a very to have a strategy, but to invest within, I talk about the pyramid, pyramid of, of investments. It's like uh, at the, the foundation, the foundation. Yes. The money you, you, you need to leave. And after you can have uh, your uh, liquids, uh, you, you can invest in stocks. And uh, yes, so this is the money that you invest, but you can take uh, it if you need, if you have uh, uh, something in your life. And after you have investments in real estate and investments in private equity, which is uh, more less liquid investments. So, and at the top, it's investments that are blocked in, uh, until your retirement. So it's important to really see all uh, your investments as big, huge architecture uh, pyramid, very stable. Mm-hmm. And, and to also split in terms of term horizon, you want a bit of short term, but you want long term. You don't want to compromise one or the other. So yeah, that's a good one. And in terms of themes, what are women most interested in? And you've spoken about ESG before, but are there others? <laughs> yes. <laughs> this time I, I want also to demystify an investments. Uh, there is not the investments that will be the most profitable or 
it's important to have really a diversified portfolio. That's where it's important with the economy. It depends on so many things. So you have to consider and uh, to understand on what or what you invest and if it's okay for you. And after it's important to diversify uh, the sectors. However, as mentioned before, I also inquire about the values of my investors and many, many of them, as you said, uh, was want to have an impact driven opportunities. And uh, for that, it's important to know uh, to don't go with the greenwashing and to select really good levels to invest. There is, to I can mention, like Greenfin and Financial uh, in France. Uh, they are very in Europe. They are very good and uh, they are selecting precisely as investments. So it's important to not just see uh, the green around you and to go analyze everything. Mm-hmm. So, and to do, to do that, most of the time you need to look at a term sheet and actually see the key position and so on and so forth. It's just not like from the labeling. Yeah. What's behind. And how are you trying to empower and educate women to make informed decisions? Do you do something different compared to your competitors who also address men's needs? So first of all, as I said, no figures, the first meeting, it's only about goals, short-term, medium-term, and long-term. That after I present the recommended strategy, so tailor-measured strategy for each uh, investor, and taking the time to provide uh, educational materials tailored to be in a safe space where the investor can ask all the questions. It's very important, this safe space for me. And uh, when uh, I'm presenting the solution, I always create now a summary sheet with, without complicated words uh, to sum up all these things, to see the risks. And I maintain ongoing uh, communication to facing any market opportunities that may arise. It's really relationships with confidence in the long term and uh, it's uh, I think it's very important and in many cases it's uh, very this long term that uh, uh, will uh, give women more confidence of their finance and investments mm-hmm. and I quite like the the fact that you say about the safe space because yeah there's a lot of lack of trust with traditional banking so yeah it, it makes sense and do you invest yourself? That's my last question. And can you share with us your portfolio? So in terms of asset classes or yeah, how it's split? Yes. So I can be specific, but I, I can share with you how I came to investments. So after studying financial mathematics and earning my actuarial degree, even while I was managing like billions of euros in my professional career, I was like, not investing anything in my personal. I was like blocked. And it's so cliche, but during uh, the coffee breaks, I remember the men was to, uh, will discuss about investments. And with women, we will discuss about fashion, about friends. And it was so cliche, but it was my real life every day. So I was in professional life, uh, seeing so many things with figures and, and all this. But from my personal Point of view, investments, I was like uh, really uh, facing uh, an imposter syndrome. I had this uh, colleague I, with whom I uh, shared my vulnerability and uh, he helped me to step by step, as I say, to 
invest and to take more confidence and to apply what I'm using for <laughs> in my professional career for my personal investment. So it was very big step for me. And now, so I uh, I invest in uh, stocks. I have real estate also. So and uh, I think that a lot of women um, understand my story and uh, and that's because I've been through that I can understand. Thank you so much for sharing your story, for sharing your work and how you try to help women. I can feel from this screen all your energy and the passion into like empowerment and so on. So that's super nice. Thank you for your time. And yeah, keep us posted on, um, on how Matrimony Invest goes because yeah, it's still quite new. So definitely keen on, on seeing where, where you go. Thank you. Thank you very much. Bye-bye. Bye. So at the end of this episode, I hope you're as enthusiastic as I am. You can find the notes and the key takeaways on my website at maricafino.com. And if you like this podcast, please subscribe and spread the word. Thank you.